Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Hello, everybody out there in Radio Land. Hopefully you have your ears on. Yes, indeed. This is Mark Torian from the Bullet Boys, and you're listening to Talking Metal. That's right, baby. Hey guys, welcome to another edition of the Talking Metal Podcast. We're continuing our coverage of the Rock Carnival here today, and my co-host is Emily Striegel. A big toast, Emily. I am drinking a petite sour blueberry beer. It is mixed with fermentation ale aged in oak with blueberries. It's pretty good. It's the, the brand name is Crooked Stave. So check it out. And you are drinking... Whiskey. Lots of whiskey. (laughs) Okay. All right. Good stuff. And right now, we are going to check out a little Doro here on Talking Metal.
That was Raise Your Fist in the Air. Doro played the Rock Carnival here in New Jersey. We had an interview scheduled with her, but she canceled. Sorry about that, Emily. Well, yeah, I think I heard she's been feeling a little bit under the weather. And um, How was the set, though? Because I wasn't there set, for it. You were still there. She was great. You they, got some my pictures? Only, my only complaint is that they played after Bullet Boys, and there was a really long period of time between Bullet Boys and her. I'm not quite sure what happened there, but it was kind of the waiting game for a longer time than we'd had between the other numbers, and we're not quite sure why. But when they came out... It was just high energy. She was just beaming from ear to ear, just like so engaged. Loved them. Loved them. That was my first time seeing Doro. Yeah. I, I only saw her once with Warlock back opening for Megadeth. Like, wow. In another lifetime, like probably 1987, 88. And the so no, far, so good She's badass. Yeah. She came out and got on, you know, this photographer's shoulders and was coming out into the audience. She was. Really, really cool. And her, you know, her, her band was like high energy. They were jumping all over the place. Well, they promised us a phoner with Doro, so hopefully we'll make that happen soon for you guys here. Guys, remember to support Talking Metal by using our Amazon links. Go to TalkingMetal.com. Use those links. Just go over to Amazon. Make all your purchases as you normally would. It's just a one extra step going to Talking Metal before you do that. You can also leave a PayPal donation. Call the hotline. Emily's cup is empty, so we're going to probably make this a a quick episode so she can get another drink. Let's get into a little bullet boys right now. Smooth up in ya. Stay tuned, guys. We have Emily Striegel's interview coming up with Mark from the Bullet Boys. Smooth up in ya!
classic Bullet Boys, one obviously their biggest song. And they have a lot of other great songs, Emily, including this new one, which I know you're into, Roll Over, what they have the music video for. It's awesome. And I love the video. I've got, I've got to follow this chick on, on Twitter. Everyone needs to follow her on Twitter. If you're not, I guess most guys probably are because she's apparently some Playboy playmate or something. But um, you'll hear in the interview what her name is. I forget. But she's, she's amazing. And the, and the video is really fun and well done. So we're going to get into a song right now called Hard as a Rock, and then we're going to hear Emily Striegel's interview with Mark Torian, recorded on October 2nd at the Rock Carnival. I had left the carnival to go home and pick up our kids from their grandmas. Emily was still down there rocking on Sunday, and she did a great job with this interview. I think this is a great interview. I, I definitely learned some stuff about the Bullet Boys. The you know Mark seems like a really great guy and i can't wait to see them play live sometime because i like this new song roll over which we're going to hear by the way after the interview but right now another classic bullet boys song hard as a rock possibly my favorite bullet boys song followed by emily striegel interviewing mark from bullet boys Yeah. 
Emily Striegel from Talking Metal coming at you from the Rock Carnival. Oh my, oh my god. Oh no, here we are. In Lakewood, New Jersey, in soggy, awful, muddy, muddy, muddy and a rainy, but happy. It's very happy. Everything's happy when Mark's here. So we heard Mark Torian from Bullet Boys. I'm so excited to meet you finally after all these years. Great to meet you. Um, I actually, I've been spying on you today on on Instagram. I know my you're like one of my favorite Instagram accounts because for 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 people that don't follow Mark on Instagram, please do this. I think it's under the Bullet Boys actually. Please, please please follow. It's Bullet Boys. It's amazing because. He'll just get on and do the most random videos of like pastry shops. Yep. Yeah, I saw the pastry shop. And today you were on the GW Bridge, just kind of taking us through New York City, right? Yes, just a little bit. I'm um, dabbling into um, video and film these days. And I'm going to actually, I have an 8 millimeter, so I'm going to actually start doing films and oh little docu- documentary type of things. I'm, I've kind of found my way through that, and everybody's been really liking what I've been shooting. So I'm really starting to like venture out into that, and uh, I love that's amazing because I actually was thinking that it was like honestly one of my fa- every time I don't watch everyone's videos and they put up a video and eh, I watch a yeah. few of them every time you put up a video I watch it so it's very interesting that so what kind of ventures are you talking about like uh, well we're this next year we're going to be, going to be doing uh, a lot of different things uh, we're going to be doing a, a docu uh, a docu rock drama. We're going to have some people following us around. Uh, I'm going to be actually doing, when I get back, uh, with our, our, our video director, um, uh, we're going to be working on some stuff downtown. Uh, there's a lot of different things that I want to do and get on film and video and just kind of open up uh, my city to a lot of people that really haven't seen the, the badlands of Los Angeles. So I'm right, actually working right now with Diego Negretti. Um, it's amazing, amazing uh, that did uh, a rollover video, amazing artist. Amazing director, and then um, I'm talking with my favorite uh, painter uh, artist in Los Angeles by the name of Robert Vargas, and we're going to be probably doing some live shows where he's actually painting the band while we're performing. Oh, that's amazing! So we're really doing some things that are off the cuff and uh, kind of a little bit groundbreaking for us. Very so, cool. Yeah. That's really cool, and it's amazing. You, you just mentioned your rollover video. I'm a yes. huge fan. Oh, you're awesome. Thank so, um, let's talk about this. Sure. Not only is it a really beautifully shot video and looks really, really cool, and the song is badass. Thank you to but Diego Negretti. Y- Yay, Diego. Diego Negretti. Yes, but but you've also, director. you know, in this beautifully shot video, you've also kind of bragged about the video Vixen. And yes, now now I have, like, a new girl crush. Who yeah. is this girl? That's Ivy Ferguson, Playboy's oh. own. Yeah. That's who it is. Yeah, she's really close friends with us and the band, and uh, we wanted to um, put her in her video and bring back the, the video Vixen. You know, we, we, took, a, we took a little bit of... Uh, we got hammered a little bit for it, but I, you know, you know me. I don't really listen to that many people. We just do what we do. If it's not positive, you know, we don't really have time for it. But everybody fell in love with oh. her in the video, and the fact that we brought that whole type of feeling back. It was very uh, spooky, sexy type of video. Very spooky, very you know trippy, and very punk rock. Very uh, uh, not a bunch of not a bunch of crazy stuff going on. You yeah. know, so yeah, we, we had a blast. I loved it. And I love the new album. The new album is Elefante. For people who haven't picked it up yet, please go pick it up. It's oh, really good. So Let's talk a little bit about this. So sure. the, the beautiful thing about this album is, to me, it's extremely heavy. It's full. It's like this full-bodied, like, 
Walla Sound. Um, nowadays, like, a lot of new albums coming out, not a lot of new albums, but some albums coming out sound a little more flimsy. So when I hear something like this, it's like balls to the wall, you know, wall of, you know, wall of sound. Tell me about this experience recording it and who, you, who produced it. I want to hear everything. It took us two and a half years to uh, record it. Um, we worked with Ryan Green, who produced it, um, and uh, Ryan's, uh, he's, he's done everything from, uh, uh, he's, he started actually Fat Records with, uh, with Fat Mike, um, and he's, he had that punk rock uh, uh, foundation, and I, I do also, so I wanted to find somebody that had that punk rock foundation that actually let us do, and let me do what I wanted to do. So he got it, and he said, man, these songs are just this is incredible that every song that you're writing is just most guys don't do that on one record they'll put a couple and they'll put a you know he go, I go I don't care about this Ryan every song has to be good from top to bottom that's the way I was taught when you put out a body of work make sure that you know that every song as much as you can make it uh, make it very special every song so and that's what I learned by being signed with Warner Brothers and Motown and my background is not to put anything that doesn't have um, any type of staying power um, I learned that uh, also from uh, my mentor Ted Templeman who was our producer for so many years who I hail and I still thank and love for doing what he did for us so we can still do what we do you know and yeah let's t- so let's talk about Ted Templeman this is a for those talking metal listeners that don't know this very important figure in music because he worked he produced Van Halen like yeah. all the David Lee Roth Van Halen like early Van Halen and he didn't produce a lot of other rock bands right? Um, Doobie Brothers uh, Linda Ronstadt uh, I believe he oh gosh he also worked with Van Morrison yeah. um, did some amazing records with him um, How did you get hooked up with him? We were very blessed we yeah. uh, at the time we had three or four different producers that wanted to work with us uh, one of them also being Bob Ezrin uh, so we, we kind of had meetings with these producers, and the, the meetings weren't really to see what they could do for us. We wanted to find somebody that what they were, what how we felt with them. And when we met Ted, I came to a rehearsal studio. Um, we weren't really ready for him. He he he, he came in as um, Roberta, Roberta Peterson, um, who's a, a VP of ours um, for signed artists there at Warner Brothers. Ted was her brother. <laughs> so when we first came in, our manager said, listen, Roberta's brother is going to come down to rehearsal. Okay. And, you know, he really wants to see you guys. And we're like, oh, my gosh, well, who's Roberta's, you know, who's the <laughs> brother? And he goes, it's Ted, Ted Tumblem. And we're like, oh, my God. <laughs> so we're running around all over the place trying to figure it out. Yeah. We're looking. It's like, so we were really nervous. He came down and just made us feel really at ease. It, it, we felt like we really knew him before there was something about him that was just so special and so kind and sweet and we played him all our material and he said listen I'll raise my hand when I'm tired of hearing in the music so he didn't raise his hand and just loved it so and we just went on from there he said hey listen guys you guys want to do a record and that was about it and it was three records he did with you guys is that right absolutely very cool and I don't, I don't know if you know like back in the day you kind of um there were some people that used to compare you to David Lee Roth. I don't know if it was like, you had this mane of hair, you know, very similar, but it was also like this blues, bluesy rasp voice. Like, I don't even, I don't know if people talk about that, but I used to talk about that. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I mean, 
Um, people always ask me about that. I, I've known the Van Halens for quite some time. Um, I've known uh, Ed and Alex and, and David and Michael for, for a long time before the band was signed. And uh, I was very privileged back in the day to they let me hang out with them for some reason. And uh, I was able to see a lot of the stuff that the Mighty Van Halen did behind the scenes. And uh, uh, to me, they're the, the greatest rock band on the planet because they're from SoCal and, you know, they're, they're our idols and our heroes. And those guys are uh, just my heart. So <laughs> when somebody brought that up, that, you know, that I was supposedly, I never thought of myself like that. You know, we, we were more like, people would say, you guys are more like the evil Van Halen. You guys are so hard. And <laughs> you guys are, you guys come in and just no, create, you, you know. You're like the evil, dirty, yeah, yeah, naughty yeah. Van Halen. Naughty, yeah. <laughs> the so naughty, naughty, naughty you know, Halen. We were more hard, you know, like, for instance, just telling everybody, uh, we had an interview and we used to break all of our equipment on stage. And if we didn't break our equipment on stage, we didn't have a good show. So we were breaking thousands of dollars of equipment, mixed up pulling over, art martial arms, Jimmy's picking up his bass drum from his head, <laughs> slamming it down to the ground. We're busting up equipment because yeah. we thought we were the who. But, and we continued to do so, even though people were really, really upset about it. Uh, we continued to uh, be naughty gentlemen and do our thing. Uh, there were times when a whole cruise wanted to beat the living daylights out of us and we said bring it on and then they got scared of us and they backed off <laughs> scary oh, yeah, scary was, naughty video yeah, we were bad. <laughs> a little bit too much alcohol maybe a little bit too much chemical ref- chemical refreshment at the time yes. well so were you were you smashing your guitars because a lot of people everyone knows you're a great singer not a lot of people know you're an amazing guitarist oh, thank you i, I Thank you so much. Um, no, Mick used to break, bust up his guitars. He'd bust up real Gibson Les Pauls. I hailed him for that yeah. uh, because uh, Gibson wasn't very happy about that. But <laughs> we do what we have to do. And you know, uh, me, I don't really break guitars too much, uh, other than uh, when it's really something really special, and we'll we'll just go off, and it'll be you know, all mayhem will break out. But I've been playing guitar now. We've been. Um, I wish I would have uh, been able to play when. Um, well, on the earlier records, but at the time, you know, we were trying to do things a certain way, and um, you—it's hard to be a, the kind of frontman that you are because you got the moves. You kind of got the moves like Jagger. Thank you, Thank you so much. That bit yeah. vi- in that video. So the video. Oh, I'm going blank on this one. Roll over. I yes. have to look. So when it breaks into the verse, do you know what it made me think of? It made me think of. Um, Velvet Revolver. It was like Scott Whalen came up in you. Oh, but you, you like so the beginning of that verse, you know what I'm talking about? It's just like... I, I miss Scott really, really bad. Oh I mean, I just don't... I, I took it really hard. Yeah. I, I, um, I'm a huge Stone Temple uh, pilot fan, and uh, I'll just say it right... I'll just say it right now. I would love to be the singer for Stone Temple Pilots. I, I, I'd love the opportunity for it. I love those guys to death. I think they have a couple... I think they have a couple cats right now, but... Um, I, I and I love Scott. I yeah. used to hang out with Scotty in Pasadena every once in a while, and they yeah. and they're big fans of the Bullet Boys. Um, and yeah, we miss him very, very much. I could see that. I mean, it's amazing that you say that because you were kind of like, I don't know, even how I'm trying to say it. Like Scott always used to tell me, he goes, "Man, I have to borrow some moves for you sometimes." Oh, <laughs> you do, you do. That's oh, yeah. why I was like so excited to see that video. Like you kind of rocking it out a little bit. It's like, like you got your peacock feathers out. Oh, it's it's all about that to me. You know? It's like it's like. Well, wait a minute. I got to bust out the stuff that the, that I came up with at least. You know. Shoot. Very cool. Are you gonna bust some moves today in the rain for us? 
Always, baby. Awesome. Well, I'll be out there in this soaking wet, I mean, three days straight of just God spitting on us. (laughs) He's spitting on us because he's over us. He's so over us, but I hope you're going to bring it tonight. We're ready to see it. We're here from SoCal, and hopefully we're going to bring some Southern California sunshine. The skies will open up. The sunshine will shine, and everybody will be like, ah. I love it. Yeah. Mark, it was so nice to meet so you nice and to have you on you. Talking Metal. Come back and see us again soon. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. All right. Me. Thanks and so much. There, everybody, thank you so much for uh, for being so gracious and so kind to my band. And thank you for listening to us and, and always giving us a shot. We love you so much. from the Bullet Boys and the new song, Roll Over. And you can see that video right on their website, the Bullet Boys website, which we will have linked. You got some pictures of their set, Emily? I did get some pictures. Mark is a mover and shaker, so 
It's always, it's always, I, I need to figure out how, I and mean, we need to get a new lens for our camera. We're, I apologize. I didn't get the best pictures. I apologize to the listeners, but I, you can't use a flash. So I need to kind of figure out how to take pictures in the, in the dark when it's not really a well-lit stage. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, yeah we're definitely going to get a better camera or a better lens because we always get these photo passes and we go in there and we have like the smallest camera in the pit. I think the other photographers are looking at us. Sometimes I'm like in there with my iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So one cool thing I wanted to mention about that, a lot of cool things in that interview, but one thing that I thought was kind of gutsy for you to do is you mentioned the David Lee Roth compa- comparison and you never know how somebody's going to react to something like that because yeah. they might be like, well, I got my own thing going on. I don't want to be compared to him, but he obviously dug that. And I, 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 it's something that I've heard people mention. Well, back in the day yeah. and not anymore. I mean, he, but he used to have this big lion's mane of blonde hair and, and the dance moves and kind of the similar like grovelly kind of voice. I mean, they're very different. They're very different, but I'd heard the comparisons as well, so I just wanted to bring that up. Same producer, and some of the songs, like this one we're going to end with, sound extremely like Van Halen to me. I mean, this this one uh, made me... It's called Talk to Your Daughter, but I, I made me wonder wonder if the daughter was visiting the ice cream man or something, if you know what I Please. mean. You got you to you hear this. This is great. This is Ted Templeman, of course, producing the Bullet Boys. So let's check this out. It's called Talk to Your Daughter. Definitely sounds like Ted Templeman to me, maybe like Van Halen, if you will. A, a lot like Van Halen, in my opinion, but it's awesome. It's great. And... These guys rock. I've always liked the Bullet Boys. And you know, you met Mark once before, by the way. I did? You absolutely did. Oh, when God. my band, Hollywood Superstars, opened for the Bullet Boys. Was it the same time you Clifton, opened for Pretty Boy, Pretty Boy Floyd? Yeah, technically we oh, opened God. for Pretty Boy Floyd and they opened for the Bullet Boys. But I remember the Bullet Boys used my amp on stage that night and he they was used back- baby bogner we call yeah. his aunt baby bogner because they were a- backstage with us and mark came back and he had a basketball and he was like dribbling it in the back room oh we my said god yeah. all i remember is pretty boy floyd like had a they had a platter of like cold Cocaine? cuts oh yeah yeah that too um but like cold cuts and i think i was Begging for cold cuts or something. Uh, the, that that was a good memory. That night was fun. It was fun. That was a good good night. Definitely in Clifton, New Jersey. Not at Dingbats. It was at some. Yeah, that, like, that, uh, this club's closed now. Yeah, I can't what was remember it the name of it. Yeah. Uh, it's slipping my mind. But anyways, definitely uh, good stuff. And this is good stuff too. Some classic Bullet Boys right here. Again, talk to your daughter. Definitely a little Van Halen sounding uh, thing going on here, which is a good thing. See you next time, guys.
cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.